Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one musical minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today is Robert Black. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Welcome. And what podcasts are you representing here today? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> right now, I have two, three that are current. Um, the Room Minute cock and bull movie talk and annihilation minute or we'll all have new episodes this week so of course anyway yeah and you just wrapped up pump up the volume minute yep and have uh, arrival coming in january arrival will be arriving up and probably about the same time this goes goes out actually nice. <laughs> awesome uh yeah i usually say uh welcome from this or, this or that podcast, but you're like me. You have like, you know, several. So. <laughs> I have 11 altogether. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, uh, this is Minute 88 of The Karate Kid. It begins with drunken singing and ends with a misunderstanding. And okay, so we start off this minute with a scene that we got a hint of on Friday. Uh, we have a bottle pouring a drink into two glasses. We hear some singing and then some laughter. Uh, who is that laughing? And we see that one drink is for the woman in the picture and one drink is for our laugher, Miyagi. I love that. It starts with a close up on the glasses too. And yeah. Back. It's it's, nice. Is it whiskey? That's what it says in the um, script says scotch. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the cool. bottle's kind of weird looking. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, later on he says, come pie. And I was like, oh, that must be what they're drinking. <laughs> No. Not realizing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Um, how, but, could, how could you? <laughs> uh, it, it, it actually means empty the glass. Huh. Mm-hmm. I got the right, Matt? It's cheers. I knew, it's yeah, cheers. I knew it as cheers. I didn't know literal translation. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we're going to talk about the woman when we get to uh, Miyagi's story, but this one image just seems so sad to start with, you know, just these yeah. two glasses and just one person in a picture. So, um, so Miyagi uh, sings to his glass as Daniel drives his bike up and parks it. And we see that he's still in the clothes that he wore to the country club. Yep. Still stained. <laughs> Miyagi doesn't question it. <laughs> I'm not sure if he even notices. <laughs> He's not like, who'd you kill? He's most of a bottle in already. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Miyagi's wearing something strange, too. He's wearing his dress uniform. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we never really saw how Daniel got to the karate, uh, the karate club, the country club uh, before. Uh, so we're kind of left to figure out which of these. I, I came up with like three scenarios uh, whether or not we want to accept any of them as canon because they're like alternate ways that the, the script and the novelization get Daniel to the, to the country club. Yeah. Like in one instance, uh, he ends up giving his mother a lift to work and then just like steals her keys and takes her car while she's at work. <laughs> um, so one, one scenario I thought, okay, maybe he like biked there to the country club. And got sauced <laughs> and, and then bike to Miyagi's 
and uh, maybe maybe Allie was going to drive. I'm just saying, like what we saw in the movie itself. Yeah. Uh, all there's we also saw, all we saw was him arriving to Miyagi's on a bike. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the bike and, theory is probably correct. Well, yeah. I mean, there's the whole thing where uh, you know in the deleted stuff, uh, the bike was like strapped to the car, and Lucille was going to let him drive to her job. And then he was just going to take his bike home from there, like to practice driving. Uh, Lucille could have dropped him in the bike off. That was my second scenario. And the other scenario, of course, like, like I've been mentioning, he, like he stole the car <laughs> and and then with his bike on top. And then he brought the car back and then was just like too upset to bike home. And he just biked to Mr. Miyagi's. So like my question here is like, why did he go straight to Miyagi's? Uh, from the country club because he didn't change his clothes, obviously. <laughs> oh, maybe he's been staying there so much he's got extra clothes at Miyagi's. <laughs> you got an extra gi? <laughs> well, yeah. he's not—he's not living there yet. But I—I yeah. I think it's—I think that's a good question though, because you might as well be in terms of—I mean, it's stuff. I had stuff to talk about later in the week about their relationship, but I think maybe he can be comforted more by Miyagi. Right, by being with him, because that's a more meaningful activity right now is the stuff he does with Miyagi. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the yeah. movie itself doesn't specifically say where Lucille is, but right. Yeah, I don't know if he's being very open about his troubles with Lucille at this point. He never has been, so <laughs> yeah. Well, the the movie has a an interesting sense of location in that we. Do we even see the South Seas place once he starts going to Miyagi's house, like at all? It, we we barely even see mom. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, we we were talking about earlier in this movie how it's it, we got the first movie, which is Daniel and Lucille and Daniel getting bullied. And then all yeah. of a sudden Miyagi enters the picture and then it's a Daniel and Miyagi movie. Yes. Miyagi and Lucille just disappears. I mean, there's there are a few like deleted scenes, but. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> Lucille doesn't really show up. Um, that's a shame, it, I think, but it is a shame. Maybe like the Randy movie Hunt. was too long. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, the novelization, the junior novelization says, um, uh, Daniel had borrowed his mom's station wagon with her blessing. He drove to the club and then he like peeled out after being embarrassed and so the next chapter actually ends up with him like pedaling his bike uh, to Miyagi's. And and the, the book actually says he was only a little bit surprised to find his furious cycling had brought him to Mr. Miyagi's house. He thought he'd been riding aimlessly. Huh. So. <laughs> so the book implies that, like, you know, he's. Well, it's almost that would like fit with the training. It's all subconscious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just like the idea, like somehow he like hypnotically, like, you will come here to wax on, about... wax off, ride the bike to Miyagi's. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I love that this kid also is covered in spaghetti sauce. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> did it all just kind of like sop off on his way there? Is, does he got anything? Does he have like a meatball in his pocket or anything like that? <laughs> and I love the extra bonus to the fact that. When Daniel is entering Miyagi's house, he takes his shoes off, yep. yet he's covered in spaghetti sauce. <laughs> uh-huh. 
like is it time for a house call really maybe he could have stopped and got a you know change i mean is it is it polite to show up at someone's house completely covered in food <laughs> he has a jacket too he could have just stopped thrown the shirt away and put on like zipped up the jacket yeah yeah that's true or just uh, zipped up the jacket yeah keep that sauce yeah. to yourself it just feels like I see him sit down and get comfortable, and I'm like, I'd be completely uncomfortable with like spaghetti sauce all over me, soaked through my clothes. He's used to it. <laughs> Italian family of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, this is like a regular Tuesday for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, Daniel says, I didn't know you were a singer. How you doing, Mr. Miyagi? And if you watch, like Miyagi doesn't even really notice him until he like starts talking. <laughs> He's in and, his own world. And his reaction is great, too, because he was very comfortable and, like, sitting down, and then he gets up on his knees, like, yeah. realizes yeah, Daniel's like, there. I'm going to be formal about this now. Yep, yep. Try to try to sit at attention. Yeah, maybe he just, like, was worried he was going to fall over. <laughs> and then he repeats himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inside. Daniel, I'm inside. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already inside. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I hear um yeah at this moment i'm i wrote in my notes in capital letters get it both miyagi and daniel are sauced (laughs) (laughs) that didn't deserve a laugh i'm so sorry (laughs) thank you (laughs) score for me (laughs) you're just giving robin extra life (laughs) uh so yeah miyagi is happy yeah like you said he sits up um, and Daniel asks, what's that song you were singing there? And Miyagi says, Japanese blues. Um, so it's bruise in the script. <laughs> I love when right. I looked at the script and saw that they spell out his pronunciations. Oh no. Like, oh no. <laughs> they don't do that a lot in the script. When I, when it, they do, I usually ignore it. I kind of like <laughs> sigh to myself. You know, well, this like, one, I, I guessed that it was cause he's drunk. No, yeah. Like, yeah. Playing with his accent. So I did some research on this tune. Robert, did you did you look up this tune at all? I did. And I the problem is I couldn't confirm that it was what it was. Like Hmm. several things refer to as Backstreet Life by uh, Takeo Abe, and then I couldn't find lyrics for that. And so I just found someone's guess at the lyrics he was singing, which seemed accurate phonetically at least. Uh, yeah, I found, well, <laughs> and then the video you sent. Yeah, I, I found, uh, I, I saw in trivia, like an IMDb trivia that, and, and also in like an IMDb, uh, the music credit, it said like back street life, uh, yeah. performed by Pat Morita, uh, lyrics by Tekio Abe. Um, I guess this was a Japanese folk song, uh, written in 1937 that Pat Morita had heard as a child. So I guess they must yeah, have Yeah, I heard he that. actually heard it when he was at Manzanar. That's why he, like, he oh, was the wow. one who picked what he was going to be singing in this scene. Oh, interesting. So I wonder if by child that means like when he was like a child that went into the internment camps. Yeah. <sighs> Kiyono, Kono, Ramaki, Oh, 
Yeah, I, uh, it's funny, as a kid, completely like unfamiliar with Japanese folk songs, Japanese brews, uh, <laughs> I just thought this song was something that Pat Morita just kind of made up on the spot and was just kind of riffing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I saw that this song might be listed as a genre of music called Enka, so I kind of yeah. looked up that. Um, uh, according to Japan Times, uh, Enka translates to performance song and originated in the late 19th century as political satire songs. Mm. But years later, it had a second wave using themes of lost love, drinking, tough times, or just kind of nostalgia for one's hometown. It's it's basically like the blues, like Miyagi says. Uh, and one other thing that sets Enka singing apart uh, is that they that singers use what's called kobushi which i guess is like vibrato huh. it was like uh, 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 <laughs> that 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 mm-hmm. that thing you hear in some songs i guess that's using kobushi mm-hmm. uh so i kind of wanted to learn more about the song itself so i i searched google for takio abe and i just like nothing <laughs> right like the internet's not interested uh <laughs> could barely prove he exists yeah yeah uh, i looked up backstreet life i got Nothing that didn't involve Karate Kid references or the Backstreet Boys. Um, and then, yeah, finally I found a, a Japanese YouTube page with a sing-along version of the song. Nice. Is that what you found too? or uh, The one you sent me. The videos, I, di- I didn't find one because I mean, oh, okay. even the one you sent, the title is in Japanese. So I don't know yeah. what it's saying it is. What I did is go the other way. Is I had phonetic spelling of the lyrics and started plugging those into Japanese Translator on Google. Oh, really? <laughs> and like so when they started making sense, I'm like, OK, I think this is right then because it's singing about him coming to a town and being received and possibly a stack of yellowtail. I'm not sure. Like something about fish and a grandfather. So huh. it's yeah, it fits what you were saying a moment ago about going to your hometown and stuff like that. Yeah, I found the like a, a sing along version, on, like at a karaoke page and uh, in, on YouTube and they had the lyrics printed out in Japanese in like the YouTube description part. <laughs> so I just grabbed those and plugged those into Google translate nice. and uh, <laughs> I'm just going to read what I got. And <laughs> um, so some of it is still in Japanese and then some of it just doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> it says uh, um, Katsura flower crawl. <laughs> Small and small garden, a painful cardio death soul, Yari's soul. What? Yeah, Matt. It has cardio? Cardio death. Cardio death. <laughs> He's gone into cardio death. Maybe it's like heartache. <laughs> yeah. That's weird that we translated as cardio and not heart. <laughs> who is your youth? Who is pitiful, suffering, and who is replaced? A sequel to Japan. Ooh, it's a... It's a teaser. Um, a humorous laughter and an eternal era. Uh, uh, Kikuhana, yellow and yellow, deep red sleeves. Maybe that's the fish that you found. Yeah, something about yellow. Uh, Mimu, this morning, Ryu Ryu, Shinya, unsuccessful. Again, I don't know why they didn't translate all this. Uh, self-confidence and no incompetence. No can translate. <laughs> 
Self-confidence and incompetence, self-reliance. That sounds like my life. Uh, <laughs> exciting song, passionate passion, re-innocent mind. Re-innocent mind. I don't know what that means. Yu uh, Yu, Chimi Chimi, uh, Akufo, Marayoshi. It's, it's been a year. <laughs> I, I can agree. Yeah. The, even this weird wording, like reading of it, makes mm-hmm. sense as what he's singing, though, because it seems like it's a song about, like, you used to be young and have a life that you don't have anymore. Now, who are you? Which is kind of what's yeah. going on in this moment when he's drinking and looking at a picture of, as we'll learn, his wife. The last two really hit home. Uh, the last two lyrics, uh, self-youth, self-pity, un- unpublished by another person. I don't know. It means, uh, means something else. Past roughness and declining. Now fragile. That's how yeah. it is. He's gotten old. He's gotten old. So, yeah. So it's interesting to see that, you know, it's not just any old song he's singing. It is some sort of, you know, sad song. And he, you know, he says Japanese blues, but it's interesting to look at a version of the lyrics <laughs> and examine it. But uh, so Miyagi takes the glass from uh, the lady's picture and gives it to Daniel and says, Kampai. And we talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Um, so Miyagi holds his glass and says something like, Miyagi, summer, Tommy, Shin, no, Shimpo, and then lets out a hearty bonsai. <laughs> Do you have any idea what he was saying there? I, I got that as Miyagi-sama, which is Mr. Miyagi. I think it's Kame, Shinro, Shimpo, which is playful, coarse, and progress. So it's like maybe he's saying let's have fun or like have a good, I don't know. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I was, so he's it, saying Miyagi-sama. Is he talking about like his dad or his ancestor or something he's not talking about himself with with that honorific is he he could be since he's talking like now he's including daniel and that's what daniel calls him mr miyagi yeah but he said miyagi sama which is what you say to somebody who's like of a higher status than you well but he also says daniel's son that's an honorific as well so maybe he's like he's like playing himself and inviting daniel to have fun with him yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like, like Daniel, your boy is having a, having a great time. Join in. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> That's how drunk he is. Um, or, and we could get into this. I have notes on their relationship on for Friday. He could be referring to Daniel as sort of like also a Mr. Miyagi. Oh. You, connecting, I, him to, connecting him to, we haven't heard this yet in this minute, but right. connect him to his, his unborn child. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's sad. <laughs> Which that makes uh, us even more depressing. It's like, oh, a guy walked in while I'm drinking to my dead wife and kid. Oh, it must be my kid. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, Daniel's not, comp- not understanding what's going on here. He's smiling. No. He's just like, teacher's drunk. Like, that's hilarious. Look how hammered he is. Um, And uh, seeing that Miyagi is kind of making a motion of toasting when he says bonsai, uh, he thinks he's saying bonsai. And so he says, to baby trees. And he looks so, like, naive there. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel. It's a a fair mistake. They're very similar words. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. He and Miyagi have worked on plenty of bonsai, bonsai together, and must be what is it. 
Uh, it's just so funny. Like Miyagi's kind of standing there staring at him and Daniel says, Baby trees. And then clinks Miyagi's glass and <laughs> Miyagi makes this sound he like he's annoyed. Like yep. <laughs> right when the minute ends. So, <laughs> uh, is there anything we missed in this minute? No. Even if we were going to get into like his military stuff, you don't really see his medals until he gets up. Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of saving that for next week anyway. Um, but uh, we have to actually get into our Monday question, uh, Robert. When was the first time you saw the Karate Kid? Or it would have been in the theater, probably opening weekend. My parents took me to lots of movies when I was a kid. Oh, and so I, lucky. I don't take my kids much, but because they don't like movies as much, as it, which upsets mm-hmm. me. But I still watch movies all the time. And prior to you know lockdown and quarantine and stuff, I went to at least three movies a week usually mm-hmm. at like amc pass would go every friday and then we had this on vhs and watched it a lot and weird connection for me is this movie always connects to halloween for me because oh, right. it was recorded badly and in the middle of like the music starts at the end credits of this and it's like dun 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 and then it goes into the halloween music suddenly like doo, 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 and like, oh it's a really bad <laughs> to edit. the movie halloween <laughs> yeah the movie halloween so the, the VHS just cuts right in the middle of the as the credits get started <laughs> into Halloween. And so every time yeah. I watch this, I'm like, OK, time for Halloween. <laughs> Miyagi is nodding. And then suddenly we're in uh, Michael Myers' sister's bedroom. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> what a tonal shift. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, uh, again, whenever I hear somebody saw it on opening day or opening weekend or whatever, I always have to mentioned like my mom wasn't as cool she made my let my older brother go see it and uh nine-year-old robin had to go watch the reissue of the jungle book so that was the saddest thing i think we so. went and saw that also <laughs> again <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think i'm ready to uh come pie. uh how about you guys <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining us, Robert. And uh, do you want to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid Minute? Absolutely. Um, and on Monday, we don't worry do this at the top of the show, but you know, let people know where they can find you and your shows. Uh, you can find links to all of them at lemmingdrops.com. But right now, I'd like to promote especially Five Minute Arrival, which I just started with my wife. We're looking at the movie Arrival five minutes at a time with the occasional guest. Awesome. And until next time. Don't know. First time. <laughs>